Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, a microphony. And a phony at the mic. Please hang on. Please. This is an official interruption of your local entertainment transmission. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. You may know less about me than anyone. That would be terrific. That would be great, huh? Terrific. That was terrific. Jeff Lutz. Well, that's what you're talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, the only class in this act, and I'm here to tell you, this boy's soul is intact. 97.5 and 1240 KFH. I heartily endorse this event or product. Welcome back. Hour number two, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. It's a Friday edition. Jason Duda back in the fold next week. He'll be here for the three-man booth on Tuesday. He'll be hosting with you coming up next Thursday. Oh, is that right? Out at the East Wichita. How do you know I'm available next Thursday? I just presume you are. Nobody, you haven't told me any differently. I will not be available on Thursday of next week. Uh, All right, here we go. It's time for the Bob and Jeff draft. Let's hear the... The, the intro, Max. Very nice. Uh, left-handed pitchers in the quote-unquote modern era since 1950. Well, the modern era since uh, World War II. Well, then I guess uh, my guy counts. If you want him to. I can't. I can't in good conscience. Uh, I mean, he, he, some of his pitching was done during World War II. Uh, and we're talking about Hal Newhauser, Right. Uh, who put together three years, unlike any three years. Well, you'd have to look. But just long. remember, 44 and 45 were years where a lot of people were away. Yeah, but he did it in 46 again. I got you. He's nice. Nice pitcher. In those three years, 44, 45, and 46, he won a combined 80 games and lost 27. Do you know you can do his whole stats by clicking the years? He went, uh, Jeff. I'm asking. Do you know that? Of Of course I know it. Okay. Well, why don't you give us his combined stats? You're so degrading in some of the things you do. I didn't know if you knew that. Good Lord. It just, just it you know, I'm not, people out. I'm not against you. Okay? There's, there's a way to say that without implying that I'm an idiot. Uh, so, And what would that be? Roll the uh, coin. What Let's would that go. be? Tell me what that would be. What's the coin? 
I know. I want to know what that would be. Hey, How why don't you just uh, do it? Go. Yeah. Roll the coin. Instead of asking. You don't roll a coin. What do you call? Heads. What is it? It's heads. I'll go first. Uh, because I know there's uh Actually, you go first. No, you said I, you go no, first. No, I'm not going first. I've just I've changed my mind. You go first. Um well, I know it doesn't really matter who I take cuz you're getting two others. Um so I'll go with uh Kofax. Good pick. I'll go Randy Johnson and Steve Carlton. Right. Well, I mean, what do you think? What do you expect me to do? Well, that's that's what I expected you to do. Um, I will take Warren Spahn and Clayton Kershaw. Uh, not bad. Not bad at all. I'll take Whitey Ford and Tom Glavin. Think you probably won this one? Well, I don't know. I mean, I I think I won everyone. Well, except that sitcoms one. There's no way you thought. Yeah, you know, you got cheers, and that was that. That was that. Uh, I will take Vita Blue. Surprised you'd pick him. And. I will also select Fernando Valenzuela. Well, I mean, he had a few decent years, yeah. He had a few great years, but then he got injured, and he was pitching 350 innings a year. He was going to get hurt. Right. But I'll take him for Fernando Mania. I'll take a couple guys uh, known for their longevity, and uh, those would be Jim Cott and... Uh, well, the net, well, then it gets tougher. I was going to take... Hmm. I'm going to take Chris Sale. Really? Who was as dominant and, and is back to being kind of dominant. Not really. When he can stay healthy. He's had a pretty bad year. Um, I will take CC Sabathia. And... My other selection will be, <laughs> this is hard now, uh, Johan Santana. Hmm. Who won uh Talk about injury issues. Yeah, but he was fantastic. Yeah, but it's not better than Sale. Uh, mm, Sale was maybe. a better pitcher than Johan Santana no, when he was at, healthy. Not at their peak. I wouldn't, oh, argue, absolutely. I wouldn't argue not that close. at all. Not I, close. I agree that it's not close. Well, look up uh, Johan Santana. Uh, I, I dare you. Well, I'm not. Um, I'm not shying away from Johan Santana. What's his best year? Uh, his best year was when he won uh, the Cy Young Award. What's because, his career ERA? He won it twice. Three point two zero. Three point zero eight for sale. Um, been in the Cy Young top five, one, two, three, four, five, six times. Chris Sale has. 
Um, you know, I think sales probably had a little better run at it, a little more health. Okay, well, si- well, Santana's won two of them, and he finished seventh, third, uh, fifth, and third. He's a good pitcher. I think sales better. My final two picks are, and it gets very tough here, and I'll go for I'll go for the guy that, man. For a little while there, Madison Bumgarner was the guy. Uh, I got to take Madison Bumgarner. And my final pick uh, would be a guy who should be in the Hall of Fame and isn't, Tommy John. Not sure he should be in the Hall of Fame. Well, they had a surgery named after. Well, yeah, because he had the surgery. you got to be kidding Anybody else who would have had the surgery, they're, they're, it would have been named after them. Um, I will. Here's the thing about Tommy John. He pitched forever. I know. He pitched for 26 years, won 288 games, had an ERA of 3.34. Um, I don't think there's any doubt that Tommy John should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. I don't think there's any doubt that Jim Cott should be in the baseball hall. He is hall. in the Hall of Fame. Well, thank goodness. Not as a pitcher. Yeah, he's in the Hall he of Fame. He is? He got in the last class. Well, thank goodness. Uh, who's your final pick? My final pick is going to be... I don't feel good about any of these people. I will go with uh, a guy... Man, this is really... Who are you picking? I don't know. Uh, I will take... I will select Jerry Kuzman. <laughs> well, you left some good ones on the table. Who would there. you have picked right there? Mark Burley, Kurt Simmons, Mickey Lolich, David Price. Mm, David Price. Uh, no. All better than Jerry Kuzman. Jerry Kuzman, speaking of look him up, Jerry Kuzman was a good pitcher. He wasn't in that. He, he wasn't in that category. What do you have? Like two hundred twenty wins, two hundred twenty-two wins. Uh, that's pretty good. Pitching for some terrible teams uh, in the seventies with the Mets. He lost two hundred and nine games. Yeah, but he had a three point three six ERA. It's I would it. not have taken Jerry Kuzman over uh, the pitchers I mentioned. Well, I did. You did. So run down your pitchers and what is to be a sure loss. Well, you did fine your first four, and then you gave well, let's it, go. What and you, then you gave it away. Don't lash out at my team. What's yours? Well, you t- said it was a sure loss, uh, which is lo- lashing out at my team. Koufax, Spawn, Kershaw, Blue, Valenzuela, Sabathia, Santana, Johan, and Kuzman. Okay. You got some guys on there. No question. No question. Mine, my my guys, Carlton, Randy Johnson, Whitey Ford, Tom Glavin, Jim Cott, Chris Sale, Madison Bumgarner, and Tommy John. Uh, I'd love to know the number of wins. I know you don't value wins, but I had to blow you out of the water on wins. Well, yeah, because so- Koufax didn't have a whole lot. Uh, Kershaw's still pitching, but he's over 200. Uh, Valenzuela, Santana, these are guys who had high peaks. 
uh, but not necessarily. Do we even bring Max in for this longevity. one, or do we just assume that he he's going to pick my eight? I don't know. Cot, Sale, Bumgarner, Tommy John. That's pretty weak. Oh, uh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah, that's pretty weak. <laughs> I, well, we got one of, one of them is in, in the Hall of Fame. Uh, a veterans committee. Right. I think Bumgarner has a shot, although he's no a minute. Sh- no shot. Who else? Chris Sale and Tommy John. Uh, Chris Sale is headed that way. Tommy John should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so I think I as Max, far as better pitchers, Valenzuela, Sabathia, Santana, Kuzman. You are, think you won this? Are better than your final? Do you four. think you won this? Well, I'm just looking. Johnson, Carlton, Ford, Glavin, against Koufax, Spahn, Kershaw, Blue. That's pretty close, actually. Max, let's bring you in uh, and get your thoughts. <laughs> this be a this, tie. You dread this. How come no one picked Bill Lee? He's a much better pitcher than Chris Sale. I don't care. Yeah, you're wrong. But, no, the spaceman. Uh, Bill Lee was the spaceman. That's about it. Nah, Bill good, Lee was good. Good pitcher. He, he had moments. He didn't get hurt. like He would have been better if uh, Thurman Munson or which, whatever Yankee slammed him on his shoulder during that brawl. Excellent. I was there. All right. Who you picking here? Oh, God. Can it be a tie? This is uh, Maybe. no because it's not a tie. It's a clear cut. Uh, no, it's not. No, like, like Jeff said, you play to win. Um, we do have a guest coming up. Um, oh God. Th- this is the hardest one yet. Man. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, well, look at your last four. They're not that. Not that good. You've got to be kidding. I don't know where you came up with Jerry Kuzman. That really blew my mind. 222 wins. 209 losses. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I just like Bob slightly better. I mean, I like Vita Blue. Vita Blue had those good years and Fernando with his screwball. But he's got Randy Johnson and, and Carlton and Glavin. I, I like Bob I slightly better, Jeff. Just all right. There you go. If we were doing Cy Youngs, I would just uh, Koufax has a couple. Kershaw has a few. Valenzuela, I believe, has one. Sabathia has one. Santana has two. Uh, I know Carlton has four, and Randy Johnson has a bunch. So you'd probably win uh, Cy Youngs. Glavin, I think, has one. Ford has has some. Uh, uh, does he? Tommy John. Tommy John was a great pitcher. Uh, just you know, I mean, that's all. That's all there is to it. What was his ERA plus? ERA plus. Just curious. Is that a stat? Yeah. ERA plus was one eleven. Kuzman's was one ten. Okay. So they're pretty similar. No, they're not similar at all. Yes, they are. Tommy John had a much better career. Based on what? Based on longevity. Based on being available. Based on pitching. Available. He made seven hundred starts in his career. Okay, how many losses did 700. he? How many losses did he have? How many did Kuzman make? I don't know. How many losses did Tommy John have? Two thirty-one, but he won two eighty-eight. Okay. Jerry Kuzman made. Uh, I don't even know who I'm on anymore. He. Uh, 
pitched in 520, 612 games. How many games. starts did he make? 527. So 173 fewer starts. I won. 19 years. We'll put it on Twitter, but I won. That's mm. all there is to it. I just don't. Sale and Bumgarner on a list of all-time great lefties. Yes. Yeah. Again, I take postseason into account. Madison Bumgarner won three titles. He was the dominant pitcher for three World Series teams. I give that some. I give that some juice. You can give it as much juice as, as you like, uh, but his overall career is not that strong. You know how Jerry Kuzman got into the postseason? He yeah. bought a ticket. Uh, by pitching for the 69 Mets and winning the World Series. <laughs> he was not a factor in that series. He wasn't? Nope. Got tagged. Look him up. I was looking him up, but uh, that's how he got into the postseason. Which Here's is- what Madison Bumgarner's done in the postseason. Eight and three, 14 starts, a 2.11 earned run average. Uh, I give that a lot of credence. You don't. Postseason doesn't matter to you. Okay, well, it in the matters six, big time to me. In the '69 World Series, Jerry Kuzman went two and zero with a two point oh four ERA. Um, in the '73 World Series, he was one and zero with a, or the NLCS, one and zero with a two ERA. And in the '73 World Series, he won a, he one and zero with a three one two. And didn't use him much. One and zero. I mean, what well, you know, he well, came he made, in and got a save. Whatever. Made five starts. Uh. Started Whitey, all those games. Whitey Ford in the World Series, ten and eight with a two point seven one ERA and twenty two starts. Hmm, all right, all right. Congratulations to me. We'll put it on Twitter. Is, a formality. Not and really. We'll let our the Twitter voters have at Hopefully, it. Hopefully, uh, our Twitter voters uh, look at the full picture because and, and see what what happens. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. This is the Bob and Jeff Show. KFH. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
Boy, a lot of uh, songs that make up the classic rock landscape came out in the summer of 73. Pink Floyd Money. That's amazing how many of the uh, iconic songs came out virtually at the same time. A lot of them, uh, yeah, in 73, 72, 74, 70, all good years for music. Well, thank you for saying so. Well, yeah, you don't like it when I live in the past. I don't mind people liking music. I love music. I just wish on this show we had a little bit more of a variety. Uh, but uh, Max is going to do what Max wants to do. Well, why don't you offer to do the music one Sometimes week? Sometimes I do, but I don't want to make Max mad either. Max doesn't get mad. Max gets even. Max doesn't like uh, my some of my uh, choices. Well, who? Ca- no offense to Max, but we're all here to do our thing. We can't be offended by anyone's choices, and I doubt that Max would be. I think you're unnecessarily throwing Max under the bus a little bit. No, I know what uh, what he doesn't like, and some of that crosses over with what I do like. What do you care what 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 he doesn't like? I do care because I don't like uh, I don't like I don't like upsetting we all, people. We can all take a crack at the music. Well, then why don't you take a crack? at I the haven't music? wanted to for a while. I like Max's music. All right. Well, that makes sense. So, you know, I used to do the music when I came back from my hiatus in March. I didn't. I didn't feel the need. Max Max handles the music. Does it well sometimes. Yeah, no, he does it well. You, you just stop short of sometimes. Just you know, just say Max The music itself is good, the variety is lacking. We appreciate the job Max does. Sure. Uh early votes in list one, you got one vote. Did you vote for yourself? No. <laughs> because that would be like you. Well, I will eventually. We've just... got six votes in, and right now you're you're leading five to one. Yeah, of of course. Which makes no sense. It does make sense. Your second half of your list is weak. It's not weak. It is. It's I'm very just, strong. Just telling you. Uh, it's not. It's not weak. Kuzman, Sabathia, Valenzuela, Johan Santana, Vita Blue, uh, Vita Blue. I love. But you've got, you picked two Hall of Famers and Kershaw, who's likely to get in. I mean, he's he's a lock. I picked Carlton, Ford, Glavin, Johnson, Cott, five Hall of Famers. Uh, It's not close. It's not close. But Hall of Fame talent. But you can never uh, count on the listeners to know what the hell they're talking about. Hall of Fame talent. Wait a minute, the Twitter people. Listeners know exactly what. Like Johan Santana at his peak. Better pitcher than even Tom Glavin, I would it's say. It's now nine one. So what are they seeing? They're seeing Koufax and Kershaw. And they're they're that's triggering people. And Spawn. Now these people don't remember Warren Spawn. Well they know three hundred and sixty three wins speaks. They don't for know, they're not looking things up. They're just seeing a name. Uh I should have put Randy Johnson first. Uh because this is what uh, this is this is shallow thinking. I'm just telling. I'm thinking. just telling you. You know uh, what? We may stop the Bob and Jeff drive. Oh, really? Yeah. You, I may be done with it. Okay, good. Why would you just a quitter now? Nah, I'm not. I'm not playing a game that I have that's uh, that, that, that's set against me. How? Well, obviously that that our Twitter people aren't paying attention. 
No, they agree with me that the second half of your list falls off. I don't see much in the second half of your list. Valenzuela is an icon, period. Yeah, he is an icon. None of your Final Four are I, oh, Tommy John in a different kind of way, but I still don't think Madison people— Madison Bumgarner is one of the greatest postseason pitchers in history. Okay, and then he flamed out. and So what? Valenzuela flamed out. But his He star, never did much. His star shined so much brighter than Madison Well, then Bumgarner. why didn't I pick Mark Fidrich? That's a different—again, a kind of a different kind well, of Well, he's star. right-handed. But Mark Fidrich, if that's all we're bl- uh, basing this Fernando on. Fernando Mania, right? I mean, Fidrich, that. Uh, F- Fidrich, fa- uh, for what, two what? or three years, Fernando Valenzuela was the biggest story in baseball. The Fidrich phenomenon is what they called phenomenon? it. Phenomenon? Is that what they said? Yes. I'm getting annihilated on this. 11 to 1. Well, yeah. I need not, people to step not up. surprised. Max, get on the show for a minute. What what's going on around here? Are people uh is is there something is there some kind of thing working against me, Max? Uh hold on. <laughs> Poor Max. You know, we've involved Max in this segment. I was unplugged. And I'm not com- What's that? I was unplugged. I'm sorry. You're okay. I I don't Bob, I don't know. Maybe Maybe the, all all the young people are listening to Jeff. I don't know. It was it's very close. I thought it was very close. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was sort of close. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting trounced. It's early. <laughs> it's early. Yeah, but the, the what I notice about uh, Twitter polls is that they rarely change. Uh, so early doesn't really mean much. Uh, I would expect to lose this poll. It looks like it, but you never know. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Early I, I, voting would suggest, yeah, you're in for a, a long, a long night at the ballot box. If I was uh, sitting at the CBS uh, election desk, you'd call it for me. Not yet, but I would. Well, there, I got a vote. Maybe my whining <laughs> will lead to a. Resurgent. Might have gotten a couple votes of some type. Yeah, probably. Probably is the whining. Anyway, I, I enjoy the concept of the Bob and Jeff draft, but we've—I've got to figure out—and nothing against Max, but we're throwing every category at him like he knows everything. I got to figure out someone who can be an expert on each category we come up with. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, like music, Max is right there. He can, he can. Baseball is pretty good. He's good at sports. He's he's okay, except for this judgment. Well, I mean, you know, I can question his judgment too uh, on some of his. But usually, when he picks me, I win. I'm down big. I need uh, I need help, but that's okay. It it. It's, you know how much sleep I'll lose over it? None. A little. No, I don't lose sleep. I'm in Duda's camp. I sleep like crazy at night. I'm a good sleeper. I'm happy to hear that. Well, I mean, not, some people aren't. I some understand. people have pain. Some people have too many thoughts going through their head. Some people just don't sleep well. 
fortunately, I don't ever recall that in my life where I've struggled to sleep. I'm glad. Are you glad? Yeah, I sleep fine usually. Ah, you got a lot, a lot of things you're thinking about. Not that much. Really? Usually, when I laid my head down on the pillow, that's uh, that's a good time to end end all the thoughts. Jaslyn Alexander joins us for five questions. She's performing tonight at the Mosley Street Melodrama. No weddings and a funeral. Uh, hello, Jaslyn. Hello. How are you? Uh, we're doing well. Thanks for doing this. We really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having me. So I'm Bob. My son, Jeff, uh, made uh, made it so that you can come on the show for five questions. We'll, we'll uh, play the sounder and get going, okay? All right, there we go. So you've been doing this. Uh, how how long have you been uh, doing stage uh, acting and singing? How long has that been in your life? Ooh, man. Um, band, performing has been in my life since I was 16. Actually, no. Yeah, 16 years old. Yeah, so a little over 10 years. Wow. So uh, I'm, yeah. I'm just curious. You've, you've got a performance tonight down at the Mosley Street Melodrama. Uh, do you get nervous? What's your pre-performance routine? So my pre-performance routine, first off, always starts with a shower. I know it seems pretty backwards, but I think it, like, kind of puts me into the mindset that I need to be in, kind of washes away what I was doing earlier before. Um, but then after that, it's put on makeup and then get on ready to the theater and – at one point in time, you, let me let me quit lying. Actually, I get nervous every single night. Every single time I step on a stage or get behind a stage or get inside the venue to get ready to perform, I am a bundle of nerves. Um, but I feel like with theater, we're taught to hone in on that nervousness and use it to propel our performance that much more further. We've got that little bit of anxiety that, like, puts in the back of our head, like, oh, my goodness, I got to get this right. <laughs> So, yeah, you've done, obviously, um, Mosley Street Melodrama. You've performed at Roxy's. You've done the Crown Uptown thing, uh, Music Theater Wichita. Can you just talk about the difference in performance styles, I guess, between all of those, uh, you know, local entities? And maybe is there one that you prefer over the other, or do you kind of just appreciate their differences? Well, as far as the main difference between um... – the different theaters. Um, I do know the biggest, the starkest contrast between, say, like your Mosley Street as opposed to like your Roxy's or your Crown Arts Collaborative or anything like that, or your Music Theater of Wichita. Um, music the the aforementioned the Music Theater of Wichita and your Roxy's and Crown Arts Collaborative. There, they do more of what we call book shows. So the script is is an older script, or it's something that people well know. It's something that's already been performed. You know, the music's already written. Nothing's really got to put be put together as far as the show is concerned. Um, and then as opposed to Mosley Street, where it's all locally written, you may agree to a show before you know what your script even is. Um, and it's in more ways challenging because with Mosley Street, you have to create your own character. And as far as like a regular book show, you're kind of giving your character information already there. Um, so that's kind of the biggest, the main difference. between. Uh-oh. 
Uh, Jaslyn, we lost you in case you can still hear us. Uh, we'll probably have to try to call Jaslyn back. Yeah, it's, uh, that's unfortunate. It was going... Strange how that just cut out all of a sudden. Yeah, we'll get her. We'll get her back, I'm sure. It's a solid interview so far. We don't want to miss uh No, I want I got anything. another I got at least one more question that I'm curious to ask. Uh but uh let's hope we get her back. Oh, I'm uh very hopeful. Really? And yeah, of course. And obviously we know uh we're just smooth as silk on uh these little interim periods of waiting. Well, I am. You panic. You I'm you're not over panicking. there the microphone's shaking. You don't know what to say. You're, you're. No, I think I'm doing okay. You're completely dependent upon me to 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 feed you lines. Not really. Jaslyn is back with us. Hey, Jaslyn. Hi. I don't know what happened there, but glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Uh, nothing like that ever happens on stage, though, right? You never have to uh, to, to react in a in a hurry. Oh, now stop it. Now that is half of my job is basically if something happens, say, say you go out on stage and your music doesn't, doesn't go or somebody misses an entrance or doesn't say the line that you need to say. Now you have to go back and go, oh, no, what can I do to go back and exactly. get us back on track? So take us through your youth, and, and uh, you went to high school here in town, and when did it uh, first enter your mind that uh, this was kind of the thing for you? Performing was something that you wanted to pursue. Well, I've always wanted to be a singer since I was an itty-bitty kid, um, but as far as performing and knowing that that was like a real thing, it started in high school. So I went to East High, uh, big ups, aces, um, and uh, thanks to my wonderful, wonderful um, choir teacher, uh, Mr. Doug Riney, who was there at the time, um, he noticed that I had, uh, like I already had an affinity for music and was like, hey, have you ever tried this? I would love for you to audition for this show and, you know, see what happens. And little did he know he birthed a monster. <laughs> so when, you, when you're performing tonight uh, at Mosley Street Melodrama, do the people who walk in to that establishment to see that, do they know going in that they are part of the show? Is that something that is explained before? Uh, and what kind of makes a, a good melodrama crowd? Oh, yeah. So that is 100% explained before. Um, we actually do before every single show what's called a sing-along. Um, and during the sing-along, you get to meet the main characters where you're going to do your responses for. And they're going to teach you what responses go for which character. Um, and then also... Uh, they kind of let you know, hey, this is, you know, we, this is kind of a, it's an audience participation establishment. You know, if somebody talks to you, you should probably talk to them back. <laughs> um, and as far as what makes a great melodrama, like crowd, what makes a great crowd for Mosley Street, honestly, people who are vocal, we, you know, as far, I don't know how many people have been taught theater etiquette. But the proper theater etiquette is you be quiet, you clap when you're supposed to, you know. But we, we don't really want that at Mosley Street Melodrama. Yes, there are times where you should probably pay attention, but we want you to laugh and we want you to relax and let go. And if you hear something you like, we want you to scream about it. If you, if you think something is funny, we want you to holler about it, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so we love 
not a, we don't want our crowd to be a shy crowd essentially is what i'm trying to say <laughs> that sounds like it's a lot of fun and i'm sure you'll have a, a big crowd there tonight for no weddings and a funeral so one of the things we ask our guests for five questions to uh participate in is the questioning so do you have any question for uh jeff or me yeah how long have you guys been doing this segment uh, well, it comes and goes. Uh, yeah. So we do it a lot in uh, the summer months when uh, there's not a lot of sports going on. Uh, but I love the segment. I love the five-question segment because we get to talk to so many people that really aren't on the sports path necessarily. Uh, mm -hmm. People like you who are more into drama and, and vocals. And I, I'm, I'm a huge uh, fan, and I've never seen you. So... Uh, I oh, wish we could uh, get you every week for five questions. Oh, well, it will be super fun. And honestly, I'm really glad that you guys do that. And I love the fact that you do it to raise awareness to stuff that's going on in Wichita that's not sports. <laughs> you know, don't get me wrong. I don't, you know, I, I'm okay with sports, but I'd rather go to a show. Um, <laughs> so, Jasmine, uh, I've got a question. Go ahead. No, go for it. Sorry. <laughs> no, I just I was just going to ask you because part of your show tonight involves the town of Derby, uh, and my dad is from Derby. So how much is kind of Derby itself involved in, in no weddings and a funeral? Well, actually, the small town kind of changes. I know with no, with no weddings and a funeral, the main small town is actually Hayesville. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but we do mention it quite a bit. It's actually um, one of the main buildings for the, the very loose plot that is a melodrama. Um, but, uh, but we do acknowledge other small towns. Um, just kind of sprinkled in here and there just to kind of make you familiar with where we're supposed to be at. <laughs> but, yeah, it's mostly Hayesville that gets mentioned, not so much Derby, but we do hear it every once in a while. Derby's not so small anymore, right? I mean, it's uh, oh, kind of outgrown I, that description for I sure. I know. Oh, my goodness. I keep forgetting. Derby is, like, growing and expanding, and it's getting, like, more huge literally by the year. Every time I stop into Derby, they add something else. <laughs> All right, last question for you. We're talking with Jasmine Alexander, uh, Wichita, Pride of Wichita, singer and uh, uh, actress. Uh, so what's your favorite style to sing? Oh, my favorite style to sing. <laughs> Ooh, that's like asking a chef what their favorite food is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I absolutely, absolutely adore your Motown soul. It's honestly, it's what I've been, it was what I grew up with. Um, you know, I, I grew up cleaning the house hilariously enough to like your Tina Turner's and your Jackson fives and, and your Betty Wright's and, and your Supremes. So that just, it takes me back home. It takes me back to being an itty bitty waking up on Sunday morning to the music blasting, get up, you're ready to clean. <laughs> but yeah, that's my favorite. Well, that's awesome. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much for being on our show. We appreciate it. And uh, break a leg, as they say, right? Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Jazlyn Alexander, our guest for five questions. Again, she'll be performing tonight, No Weddings and a Funeral at the Mosley Street Melodrama. You got to go down. Yeah, we're going uh, out of town. Uh, but, Where are you headed? Uh, just out to a little state park uh, east, of, east of here for a little, just a get camping getaway kind of well, that's thing. A, that's news to me. It was news to me yesterday, so yeah. 
Well, I'll have, I'll have to hear more off the air. I don't really know exactly where we're going. Thanks to everybody for listening today. Paul Sullentrop, WSU Strategic Communications, Barry Trammell, Daly, Oklahoma, and Jaslyn Alexander, our guests for five questions. Have a good weekend. We'll see you Monday. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.